Welcome, one and all, back to the newest episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast, where Joey and I will be breaking down Bad Batch episode three from the second season. Uh, it was a pretty good one. I, I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, I'm, I'm sure we've got a bit to dive into and discuss in regards to the episode. But first, and most importantly, Joey, how are you? What's new with you? Doing pretty good. Um, just watched the episode a couple hours. Well, this, for the second time, watched it a couple hours ago, and so it's all fresh in my mind. I can't wait to talk about this. But had a good week. Uh, always, uh, always a good time when Wednesday come Wednesday when Wednesday comes around and we record. <laughs> Joey, it's always Wednesday. Joey saying Wednesday for this reason because last week on Monday, I said, Joey, are you ready to record tomorrow? Or I said, I'm ready to record tomorrow, and. <laughs> And Joey was like, you know, we're recording on Wednesday, right? <laughs> so uh, now I, yeah, I I need the reminders every week that we don't yeah. record on Tuesday. We record on Wednesday. It's only been like, you know, 20 weeks or whatever it's been. It's yeah, fine. yeah, we're going on, I think, over four months now or something like that. So. <laughs> That's right. Uh, which also is a good good uh, opportunity to say thank you to everyone who's subscribed or listened to the uh, Hoth Hangout podcast or watched any of the Hoth Hangout YouTube videos so far. And if you happen to be listening to this on Apple or Spotify or watching the video version on YouTube, uh, go ahead and check out check us out on those other platforms, uh, especially the YouTube one. If you want to subscribe over there, that would mean a lot as we continue the uh, the grind towards that that hundred subscriber mark. We're getting closer day by day. Getting so, close. Uh, hopefully, hopefully a few a few uh, weeks out, maybe potentially we'll see. But yes, appreciate all of you uh, who continue to listen and and subscribe to the pod. Um. Episode three was a pretty good one, I thought. I think I liked it the most of the three episodes, which is so ironic to say because um, there was no Bad Batch in this episode. Right, well, right, yeah. I don't want to say well, no Bad Batch. Maybe one former Bad Batch member in this Right, episode. yes. Uh, but this is something I think we mentioned, I think it was last week or maybe in our season one recap uh, video, that... Um, that they may be approaching this season as a some bad batch episodes here, some crosshair episodes here, which is you know this episode wasn't even really entirely centered around crosshair. Um, but I didn't dislike it. I I think it worked. Uh, and I I was unsure maybe halfway through the episode, and then it ended, and I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I I dig that. What what did you think about it? The way they the approach I, they took with it. Yeah, so I mean, obviously this was a left turn from what we're used to seeing from the Bad Batch. I mean, normally you would see it very very heavily on you know the the rem- remaining members of the Bad Batch. You know that being, of course, Hunter, um, Omega, Tech, uh, Echo, and Wrecker, right? Um, that's what you would normally be seeing, but you know this was all about crosshair, which I thought was, you know, a good choice in far as, as far as the storytelling because I, you know, I think it's important to really understand both sides of you know where all of these characters are at now, um, especially you know with them being separated, one with the Empire, one you know the um, all the rest not. So I think it's important to to see that the compare and contrast, you know, the old essays back in high school where you have to, you know, d- determine like what were the differences that you see here. Um, and it, it gave me 
what something that I didn't really thought that I wanted was a lot of Clone Wars type of feels. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw the old school battle droids, the uh, droidec- droidecas, the you know, um, and all the clones and in, in all of the in all of them. You know, so that's something that I didn't really expect that I wanted, but I was I was absolutely here for it. Um, even the, the tactical droid that was there, you know, kind of, you know, telling where, what all, where all the battle droids to do and everything like that. Um, that's, that's not exactly what I was expecting that I wanted, but it was, it was really fun watching this episode because of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm convinced that at some, at one point in every season of every animated show that Star Wars continues to do, there will always be some planet that's like a remnant of the separatists. And so that they can bring back the battle droids because they're such, they're, you know, there's yeah. so much fun to have in the episodes as comic relief. <laughs> Although, right, yeah. I and, guess yeah. there wasn't a ton of it in this episode, but there may be bits and pieces here and there. Uh, but the, yeah, the, the, the droids always provide a good, good laugh. Yeah. And, you know, the whole Roger Roger thing, even just hearing that again, yeah. <laughs> you know, just hearing those words again, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't realize I needed that again in my life when, you know, when it first came out, it was kind of silly, like these droids that were just kind of fumbling all over each other, whatever. But it really does make it for, you know, it, it brings you back to that era, the Clone Wars era. Right. So, yeah, I guess to just in this is my attempt at 30 seconds or less. I'm going to see if I can do it. Um, my synopsis of the episode. So basically, there is this separatist planet or formerly separatist planet called Desix. Uh, there's a governor on the planet called, uh, or no, yeah, governor on the planet named Ton Ames. The Empire comes in. This guy named Governor Groton is laying like, okay, you guys, uh, yeah, you have to, you know, pay tribute to us, or you know, we basically own you now. Uh, also, side note, the clones are wearing different armor. We can talk about that maybe. Um, I thought that that looked pretty cool. Uh, and of course, Crosshair goes with Commander Cody, which is definitely the highlight of this episode, I think. Uh, two Desix. And then to confront this governor who is, you know, saying we're not going to be a member of the Empire. And and ultimately that culminates in the end of the episode where Cody is sort of faced with this really difficult decision. How was that? Was that less than 30 seconds? I think that was, actually, I was counting it. Yeah, you were, you were, well, you were about 45 seconds. Oh, <laughs> dang, so close. Uh, but yeah, the brief, pretty good. brief overview of, of the episode. Um, so maybe maybe we can start with, uh, just briefly, the governor Groton, the the imper the imperial governor, uh, like such a such a whiny guy. I did not like him at all. But I guess that's the yeah, point. He, yeah, he is the the he is somebody's like nephew. Yeah, who um <laughs> that that they're like you know what you you go handle that planet you you can get some, that one some nepotism know. going on in the imperial ranks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I I think that's what it is. And because normally they're very you know you look at something like you know, the show Andor, where you would run into those Imperials that are very proper, very, you know, that's kind of what you expect. But then, obviously, it being an animated series, you can kind of, you know, you could bend that rule a little bit, you know, yeah. where, where they're they're a little bit, you know, they're you can make them a little bit whinier and hate them even more for that reason. So I, I thought I thought that was, uh, that's why that's there. But I, I thought the governor that's on mm-hmm. uh, the planet... What, uh, what was her name again? Ton Ames. Ton Ames. I thought mm-hmm. she was a really cool character. Yep. Um, because well, well, one, once again, we get a nice mention of Dooku. Um, mm-hmm. um, just you know, Dooku basically told her that you know the Empire is going to go the the 
uh, they're going to go bad and they're going to become, you know, this empire, you know, essentially. So uh, you don't want any part of it. Make sure you, you stay separate from it, you know, and uh, to, to have once again, Dooku, you know, brought up again uh, in the past, you know, three episodes, we've got two references back to him. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I wonder what more we'll get. You know, it seems like the theme at this point. You know, on both sides, we saw it from the Bad Batch side, and now we've kind of seen it from the Crosshair side. So um, I don't know, maybe that's just it for the season, but it's hard to not at least, you know, make mention of it, you know, while we're discussing it. Sure. Well, and I think Dooku is, it's not by, it's not just by like randomness or chance that they kind of decided, okay, this is the character we're going to use to kind of just like throw some Easter eggs in here. I think there's actually a lot of uh, symbolism and reasoning behind it too because Dooku I think is the best representation of grayness when it comes to Star Wars to the point where like he obviously I think he wanted to you know back the Republic to the point where he physically felt like he couldn't Mm -hmm. Um, and so you know having said that him being a part of the separatists and him even being uh uh Sidious's uh, apprentice was all meant to be uh a, a means to a greater end which was hopefully peace which he didn't see as coming from the republic anymore um so all that to say this this mindset of like Dooku kind to have to like balance what is good and what is bad uh and maybe like go along with some some bad dudes in in for the uh, for the final purpose of hopefully obtaining peace through all of that, very much feels akin to what a lot of the clones are going through right now, where it's like, you know, uh, execute this person. It's like, I just, I was just told this person I would make peace with them, you know? Um, the clones, much like Dooku, I think, have peace as their primary objective. Um, you know, no matter the means that sometimes they took to achieve that objective, that was always hopefully the end goal for both of those two particular, you know, Dooku and the clones. Uh, And so I think that's really intentional, actually, that they're using Dooku references throughout these episodes, just to kind of tie that into kind of the mindset of, of the clones as, as well. At least that's kind of how I perceived it at least. Right. That's a great point. And, you know, you, you you kind of mentioned the clones. It just seems like, you know, they're starting to lose them left and right. Um, to people uh, not believing in the Empire. Uh, these clones are, are are not on their side, and we come to find out at the end of the episode that Cody seems to have gone AWOL after this mission um, on the planet there. And and we kind of mentioned it, I think, in the last episode, that, you know, maybe it's maybe it's Cody that ends up leaving mm-hmm. or um, after all of it. And, and I'll be honest, every time I saw Cody, I'm like, ah, you're the one. You're the one that got the order on the Obi-Wan, you know, so. Which I want to talk about that too, but finish your thought because I, I have some a thought on that. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, and I mean, that, but like I said earlier, like that really brought me back to, you know, the prequels and, you know, how, how that all ended Order 66 and how important. And what, what I, and I've mentioned this before, what I love about Star Wars is the, the ability to make it stretch through different mediums, whether it's, animated series, TVs, books, whatever. Um obviously this order 66 is a very important time, you know, in in the in the universe. 
and to just have have it constantly re- referenced from back and forth um it was just uh you know it's something that i i always like to see is that just uh obviously like i said it's it's a huge event so everyone's going to know about it as far as like mm-hmm. jedi and the and the empire but i think it's just uh it's always cool to uh to be a part of that yeah yeah i i i loved that they made the decision to bring cody back into this um his character arc is kind of going how i think i anticipated it to go so far um and I, I don't mind it. My bigger issue is is like how it pertains to episode three. Because, um, mm. you know, you always felt like after watching episode three, you're like, oh, like he absolutely didn't have a choice in this. Like something clicked in his brain that just made him view Obi-Wan as like, you know, the absolute enemy. Uh, but now that like you kind of see how he's reacting to things, like it feels like he actually has like a real working conscience that's like combating the chip um and so i don't know it just it's hard to uh, put those two things both have both of those exist right like how could you how could you without any second thought be like all right yep i gotta i gotta you know shoot the general off off the mountain off the cliffside like without even thinking twice about it but then Mm -hmm. you know and maybe it's like the passage of time. Maybe that's the, right, you know right, the excuse yeah. we can use that he's just kind of like, you know, grown uh, to see the bad sides of of the empire. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you could like, you know, you could use that to kind of explain it away. But there was still there's still something about it that kind of always bothers me. That like now he has a conscience, and like you know, right, yeah, five years ago or whenever it was, it was like. Uh, I guess it yeah, wasn't five years. A, I guess it was about a year, but yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the order. I'm doing it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Right. Yeah, and I mean, and but you can tell the conflict in in Cody now. Yeah. Um. From even from the really the beginning of the episode where, um, he is talking with Crosshair for the first time, mm-hmm. and there, you know, and he, he recruits see, and Crosshair. He, he wants him as yeah, a part recruits, of his mission. Yeah, yeah. He wants him there, but you know when they when they kind of when they did their little you know chit chat talk before they go on to their mission um you know they were talking just basically about how there are you know basically clone troopers that oh they were talking about how the bad batch basically were, went rogue and how and then bad and then crosshair kind of just says well reg's doing the same thing too you know so yeah. um but you could see you could see already in in that conversation that um, that Cody was already thinking about, like, yeah, the, I don't under like you could see like that that conflict in him, like, yeah, I I don't understand why other people are doing it, or maybe he does understand why people are doing it, you know. So, you know, and I I just thought the, and I don't know, can we talk about that wall they were in front of with all the, oh know, yeah, the, all the weird yeah, writing the, and stuff on it, yeah, yeah. So I think that's the you know the the Jedi writing. I mean the. Star Wars writing Arabesh or whatever. I'm, I'm sure somebody's going to translate that entire wall, you know, somewhere <laughs> on the internet. Um, but yeah, because that's where you first saw them together, and that's actually where you saw them both at the end together for the last time, too. Um, and you could tell, and obviously at the end, Cody was kind of in that place where, like, well, are we really doing good here? You know, are, are, is this what we're supposed to be doing? And, you know, and through the entire time, you know, you you always wonder like motivation. People, you know, what's their motivation to be doing this? Crosshair is very 
straight line right now. He is he is a soldier. This is what I'm meant to do. This is what I do, you know. Where right. Cody is on Cody has been a soldier in, in his time. Um now he's like you said, has this working conscience where he's he's not quite sure if he is on board with all of this now. Yeah. But it's that's also ironic because if we believe Crosshair's story from season one, uh, Cody has a chip, and according to Crosshair, he no longer does, which is almost the inverse of their behavior. Right, right. Uh, so that's a little little interesting as well, that, that, that Cody's kind of like fighting against the thing he's programmed to do, and Crosshair is like giving in, or not even giving in, like welcoming the thing that he used to be programmed to do. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I wonder if that has anything to do with their, you know, genetic differences, you know, mm-hmm. where they were, you know, and I, I forget, like, exactly the word, you know, the terminology for it, but basically the, you know, Clone Force 99, they are like the super force of yeah. the, all the clones. So they have all these, you know, augments. I We just played Fortnite the other night, so I'm talking about augments. <laughs> uh, but, but essentially, yeah, you, you they have all of, all of these... um um, changes to them that makes them a little bit better than all the other clones. So I, I wonder if if what he is displaying now was kind of part of that too. You know, maybe he doesn't have the chip in him, but you know, he is. I don't, I don't. What, what other way to say this? But like super stubborn and <laughs> will yeah. constantly do exactly what he is. And maybe that's just part of his change. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm still the most uh, intrigued with Crosshair's character. Or not to be. Hard not to be right, honestly. you know. At, at its core, you're like, dude, why? Why do you keep going with them? Like, at some point, you have to realize that they're not the good guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I hope that comes before the end of season two, but you know that remains right. to be seen. Um, yeah, and and one thing you could tell that Crosshair is longing for is that brotherhood, though. Well, yeah, because the end of season one yeah. is evident of that. I mean, he betrays yeah, yeah. you know these other Imperial officers to give. Hunter and the rest of them one last chance to kind of come back and team up with him and join exactly. the Empire. And I mean, even in this episode, there are two very, very sad scenes where he's sitting by himself at the cafeteria. So I mean, <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you could tell you're just like all these other clones got their, their friends, their homies all around them. He he keeps getting called by the principal's office to come up and <laughs> got to <laughs> talk to the vice admiral once again. You know, so you know, you could tell that there's. There's no camaraderie there when it comes to, um, to Crosshair and any of the clones that are currently, you know, still with Empire. So mm-hmm. maybe that's something he is longing for, you know. And and you know, even when he was in his barracks and he was in his bed and he's like all by himself. I mean, they 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 made a choice to make it seem like. And obviously, the the ep- the episode name is what Solitary Clone was that what it is? Yeah, something like yeah, the Solitary. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, Solitary yeah, Soldier or Solitary Clone. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So I mean, I mean, it was very much showing that in him. You know, Loneliness. Now that, yeah, yeah. So it showed a lot of that. And I mean, finally, he kind of found somebody. In Cody, that's kind of what it looked like for a little bit, but now Cody's gone now too. So he just, you know, the one thing he had, he took it away from. Yeah, the whole episode was kind of like a a sob story for Crosshair, if you want to look at it that way. Not a sob story, but you know, it, this whole the whole episode, you're like, man, I feel bad for him. Man, I feel bad for him. Oh, look, like he can be with Cody now. Like they'll be good buds. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. Cody leaves, and he's like, well, yeah, yeah. Crosshair is by himself again. Great. I feel yeah. bad for him again. So, yeah. um. Yeah, I, I just, I, 
Crosshair's character intrigues me more than anyone. Um, and now we, you know, we kind of we kind of get to see a side of Cody that I think we all wished we had seen. You know, the past fifteen years after after episode three, it's like right. it was like really he just he just betrayed him like that. And now we kind of get to see him working through that process in the next few right, episodes, yeah. hopefully. So that'll be pretty neat to see as well. Um, speaking of augments, uh, new clone, or maybe some of them aren't clones anymore. New armor for the stormtroopers. Um, what do you think of the new suits? I, I mean, there's a little bit of an aesthetic difference there. Yeah, yeah, I thought that, I thought it was. See, and this is where I, I'm not quite sure. Like at the end there, um, when when Cody and and Crosshair and everybody who was on the planet are, are basically shipping off. They're all injured, you know, they're kind of hobbling off. And then they basically bring in a new set in. Yeah. Were those clone troopers too? Or are they stormtroopers? Well, see, I don't know. I, I think yeah. I, I think the impression it wants to give is that this is a process in a time period in the Empire where where there are both together. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so I, I think the line is purposely blurred so that you're not really sure if it's a right, clone yeah. or if it's a human. Right. Uh, but may, I think that's, yeah. that, was, that was what I was, I wanted a little bit more draw in the sand type of, you know, event. Because they, they made it very obvious that, you know, after they had, well, to me anyway, they made, it seemed like they, they wanted to show like, here are all the wounded clone war, you know, clones going in, going leaving right now. And now you bring the strong stormtroopers who will, you know, mm. um, that's what I wanted to see there. If the, if that in fact was what was meant to be shown, but like you said, it was very like, oh well, kind of, you know, because um, because you you know we know that now, you know, this is a mission of the admiral to the vice admiral to kind of get rid of all the rest of the clones, and this would have been a perfect opportunity for it to be like, okay, you guys scope it out. You clones go in there, take care of the governor, take care of, you know, anybody in the insurgents or whoever we need to take care of. When you guys are done, we'll bring in the clone, uh, the stormtroopers to now patrol, you know, uh, the the planet after that. So, I mean, that's how I thought it would go, but I'm not sure if that is how it went. <laughs> so, I have no idea if I'm satisfied or not with what, what the ending was there. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. All that I know is uh, is no longer a separatist planet <laughs> it is not it is not at all and and I, like i said i did like that character um the, the governor oh, I forgot her name. yeah uh ton on aim yeah on aim i'll get it but it doesn't matter i guess because she's gone already but um seemed like yeah, she didn't last very long did she? she didn't last very long but they, they she did make a reference to mina bonteri i believe the name yeah is. yeah i didn't recognize yeah. that name do you know who that yeah, is that, from the clone i mean it, that name is from the clone wars animated series for sure okay. so i forget if if she had worked with padme at some point as a mentor or there is definitely a storyline there so we'll need to everyone on youtube tell us who she is right now because we don't know well, I, I remember <laughs> i remember hearing it in the episode and i was like that's weird that they would just name drop someone that has to be a reference to you know mm-hmm. something and then i just didn't look it up after the episode yeah, so yeah. Uh, but yeah I, I remember her you know referencing the name so I um, but uh, it's also worth mentioning her character for only occupying like twenty minutes of of Bad Batch in total from the time we meet her to the time you know Crosshair shoots her. Um, 
it is very impactful. In in fact, um, she has a very large role in Cody's mindset uh, shifting to 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 where it eventually gets by the end of the episode. Um, but she says something along the lines of, you know, after after the imperial governor tells him to execute her, she says something like all for peace, huh? Or something like that. Yeah. Right, and and it, right, you're right. like, Ooh, that cuts deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you, you can, you can feel the emotion building within Cody. Like, I know this is wrong. What, what we're being told to do. Um, so I, I, yeah, like you said, I, I think she was arguably the most impactful character of the episode. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, you know, I'm, I'm waiting. Well, now I guess we'll have to, have some fan fictions of hers like that. yeah yeah that, I, I feel like that there's more to her story and for it to only have been 20 minutes on an animated series just seems like we did we did we did her dirt yeah it kind of reminds me reminds me of val in solo um mm. she was just only there for the first half oh spoiler alert uh for the first like <laughs> half hour of it whatever so i, I um but I, you know they they seem to do that every now and then. You're just like, oh, this character, I could I can get along with this. But obviously, when I saw her in this in this episode, I'm like, uh, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> Especially when <laughs> when Cody and Crosshair, not so much Cody, when 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 she was in the room with Crosshair, I'm like, yep. this is gonna end well, well yep. at all, you know. So and uh, she perished. I definitely felt that coming at the end of the episode, where like once Cody started hesitating, I was like, oh, Crosshair's taking her out. I, you could, I yeah. I already sensed it was gonna happen, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's but just... can we talk about like how incredible like their their journey on the planet was? I mean, Crosshair shot a tank through the, the oh yeah <laughs> through the scope. Um, they had li- the little mirror things that he's tossing in the air and shooting everything. I mean, they they did a very good job on on um getting through that planet. I don't remember another animated Star Wars battle that was as good as this one in a while. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe at the very beginning... I would say this one was even better than the one at the beginning of Season 1 of Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to compare, because obviously that one had lightsabers and Jedi. So right, it's, yeah. you you right. want to give it the edge. But I honestly think this one was probably a little yeah. bit better. So, yeah. really, I mean, really... this honestly, this, is, this was a very, very good episode. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it a lot. Um, Justin, and, uh, you know, when we were doing our Season 1 recap, I... I remember thinking a lot of like, oh, there's so much filler, you know, when we were watching it originally, you know, but when we watched, when we binge watched it, you know, we, uh, we felt it was a much easier to watch. But right now, I mean, going week to week, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied right now. I know it's only been two weeks, but you know, to, 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 I guess we'll see in the next couple of weeks what, what they come, they come with. But yeah. the fact that this was pretty much a crosshair episode, mm-hmm. um, didn't see a lick of any of the other five. Um, now that, you know, we have this, it's like, all right, well, it's not going to be like, oh, it's cause, and this is one thing I'm curious of how it's going to, cause I mean, this was a dark episode, you know, mm-hmm. this was a darker episode. This was a, a, a deeper, you know, full episode. And so it's, it'll be interesting to see the, the contrast going back and forth if that's how they continue to do it. Because, you know, by, by the nature of having Omega there, it's always going to be a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit funnier. Sure. You got a wrecker and you know, whatever. Um, but then you've got the, these more serious episodes. So um, I guess what I'm saying is I, I don't want that 
imbalance to to make it seem like one like half of it is just like for fun you know yeah <laughs> where the you know like push the story along you know i guess that's the, my my concern right i mean like you said my biggest worry is not with the cross if they continue to do this parallel story thing where it's like one episode we do we are here with crosshair and the next episode we're here with the bad batch if they continue to do that i'm far more worried about the bad batch part being yeah. you know falling yeah. short um the crosshair stuff i'm you know i I'm all Listen, here for we that. Got we got it. We know. <laughs> no, but I, I'm. I'm honestly. I'm getting pulled more towards this now as well because if you give me more episodes like this, oh man, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna watch those. I'm gonna watch those m multiple times. Right. I mean, this episode had so much depth and meaning, whereas the last, the first two episodes of the season, um, not that they it was didn't. A mission. Yeah, it's another mission. Uh, th that's the thing that, and that is that is the reason there are episodes in season one of Bad Batch that feel like filler, is because it it like we we've said this on many different Bad Batch podcasts already, but it feels like a video game mission where it's like, okay, you go to the person, the person gives you the task, you do the task, and you return the task. Like it, like there's like three or four episodes in season one that feel like that, and the first mm -hmm. two episodes of season two kind of felt oh, like yeah. that too. So I just I just hope that every episode, particularly with the five current Bad Batch members, don't feel like we're constantly just, all right, here's a mission, go do the mission, we struggle to do the mission, we overcome the mission, and we return the mission. Like yeah, right. I, I want a little something a little different, something with more meaning, something with more depth, if if you don't mind, uh Dave yeah. Filoni. <laughs> the 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 mission was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, another thought I had, not really related to the episode, but more so looking forward to the future of season two. How many episodes? Because obviously, if you, if anyone who's listening or watching this, um, has seen the Bad Batch season two trailer, you know that we're going to get uh, Palpatine at some point in this season, um, even if it's just for a few seconds. Do you think we get that in the first half of season two or the second half? I think it's the first half. I think it's at the mid season you know, dual duo episode week um, where maybe we'll see him at the first, you know, the end of the first episode of that week. And then, you know, there, it'll trail a little bit into the second episode and that's, and then that'll be, that'll be it of, of the emperor, I think. Yeah. I think that'd be a good way to kind of hype up the second half of the season a little bit too, is just kind of, you know, dropping him in there when, uh, what would that be? Yeah. Episode six? Uh, seven and eight, seven and eight. Oh, it's be, 16 uh, episodes. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was right? thinking sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I was I thinking it was twelve for some reason, but it, it is mm -hmm. sixteen. So, um, yeah. So eventually we'll get to see old old Palpy at some point in the, in this <laughs> season. Palpy. And I'm I'm still you know if they could somehow uh, tie in Kino and and Snoke's here, uh, <laughs> we got to figure it out. We got to make them in here somewhere as well. Yep. Ultimate reveal of Bad Batch season two. Uh, Snoke. Yeah. The origin story. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Like a young Kino. I guess that would be a young Kino. Is that his name? Kino? Was that his name? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, uh, season three, probably, I would definitely say my favorite episode of the season so far. Um, I don't know. You got any, any, any last wrap up thoughts or anything we missed that you wanted to touch on before we, uh, before we sign things off? No, I think the, yeah, I think. Like you said, I mean, it was a really good episode. You know, easily the best of the three so far, um, because it wasn't. It was something we hadn't seen yet. We hadn't seen 
really a crosshair episode, you know, that, that from where he is right now. So I, to see that too, and obviously the, you know, bringing in Cody was pretty huge. And I, I'm interested in, that's not the last we see of Cody, I'm sure, you know. So oh no. Where, in fact, I think yeah, he teams up with Rex that? at some point this season. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot about to happen here in this season. Um, Please, no more missions from Sid, but let's, you know, let's, let's, let's develop these characters more, you know, Omega's got to learn a lot more still, you know, so I, I think, I think they've got a great opportunity to have a really good season. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And, and I think to a certain extent, a lot of the Bad Batch characters, it's tough to more fully develop them from a character perspective than where they are already at. Minus Omega. I, I right. think, and I think that's hopefully where they'll bring back in like Lama Sue. I think that was mm-hmm. her name. Um, the, the, you know, the Kaminoan scientist who, who got taken at the end of season one. Uh, and hopefully Boba too. Like if, if we can get just some sort yeah. of like something around Omega to kind of give that piece of the story a little bit more impact when we're watching it rather than just, you know, the average mission every episode, I think, I think that would really do it for me. So, yeah. And what I'm hoping for is, I mean, obviously we know uh, Palpatine, we know Bail Organa is going to be in there at some mm-hmm. point. I want there to, I want another one <laughs> where we're going to be like, oh, you know, and not even a cameo, but like, you know, like how, how Hera was last season. You know, we mm-hmm. had no idea that that was about to happen, you know. Right. So something like that. If we can get another another uh, person to come in here to another character to come in here to surprise us, that's that's... I could ask for one more thing. That's what it would be, like a like a toddler Luke Skywalker, where he's like yeah, using I, the Force on people. Yeah, <laughs> I think he'd be a toddler right now, wouldn't he? Isn't he like one yeah. or two or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, again, what a great episode! Probably the best one of the season so far, in both of our opinions. I I would say we both pretty firmly think it was. And uh, we're looking forward to the rest of a, a great, hopefully, a great season two of The Bad Batch. Um, we'll be here every week to continue covering it. New podcast episodes dropping every single Thursday morning on YouTube, as well as Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, if you're not following on any of those platforms, we'd love to have you. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on any one or all of those if you want to. Uh, <laughs> why not? And uh, you can always email us, hothangout at gmail.com, or tweet at us with questions at hothangout over in the Twitterverse. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll be back next week with our next episode covering episode four of season two of The Bad Batch. Uh, any Any last thoughts, Joey? I guess we have an Omega episode next week. Let's go. I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) Well, uh, again, thanks for listening. Appreciate you all. And may the force be with you.